Welcome to another episode of Confessions of a Practicing Christian with yours truly, Anthony's, where I give godly counsel on all things success, life, and wellness. Y'all, welcome back for those who are visiting my show for the first time. Nice to meet you. I pray that I say something that touches your heart and your mind and it invokes change in your life. And most of all, it leads you back to God. So before we get into things, let's start off with our natural remedies. And today's natural remedy is meditation. The word meditation, the world has turned it into a thing that has gotten away from God. You know, the enemy perverts things. It's like when he perverts it, you don't want to use it no more. But the Bible says that we should meditate. That's why this week's natural remedy is meditation. So again, meditation is thought to be a secular thing, but it's not. It actually comes from God and it's connected to emptying your mind and focusing on your godly thoughts and spiritual awareness with God. It focuses on your relationship with God because that's the time that you spend with God and learn what his word says about you. And it prepares your thoughts and feelings to deal with things of the world in God and in God meaning what does his word say about how you deal with thoughts feelings and actions that happen to you in your day-to-day life and in the word he says a lot about meditation so let's view a few scriptures that actually talks about meditating on his word Isaiah 26 3 says you keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you and trusts in you. Psalms 49 and 3 says, My mouth shall speak wisdom. The meditation of my heart shall be understanding. And Psalms 119.99 says, I have more understanding than all my teachers for your testimonies are my meditation. I could go on and on in scripture about meditating on God's word and what he says about meditation. Again, we turn the term meditation into a secular word, but you need to meditate on God's thoughts and precepts about your life and who you are so you aren't deceived by the enemy. And most of all, so anxiety, depression, and stress doesn't set in. When you know whose you are and what God says about you, you able to fight that because the Bible says put on the full armor of God. And literally it talks about the word being your full armor of God. So get in his word, meditate on his word and use it to fight the enemy. All right, that's it for our natural remedies. Let's get into the show. Woke up today, feeling great No worries, today is a new day Even with the lot on my plate Man, I have it all, but I always have faith So we gon' keep it real, we gon' keep it true And still praise God with a new groove Come together and push through It's amazing what prayer can do Cause sometimes it's hard to see The blessings right in front of me Follow the light and now I see God has been so good to me Funny that we talked about meditation earlier because a lot of my thoughts this week, it has been focused on things that are not like God. And by not like God, it's like things that stress me out, things that aggravate me, things that I wish I had. And it definitely gets me off track with God's word because I can be in a totally good mood. And then I think about something that someone has done to me. 
and it just throws me off track. Or I can think about, hey, I need to be doing this. And I think about, oh my God, I don't have enough time in the day. And it stresses me out. Rather than thinking about God's word and how he's enabled me to be able to do these things effortlessly. You see how the enemy literally takes the things that we are blessed with and he'll point out one negative thing and we'll totally forget about the blessing that God has set in front of us. So this week, God has been really getting my mind together and a lot of things have been on my mind so much so that I'm having to really get back into his word and meditate on those precepts and concepts and what God says about me and what God says about my life. And most of all, to help with the anxiety and the feelings of depression and stuff. I know a lot of people struggle with that. So I'm going to help y'all understand God a little bit or help you understand yourself a little better this week and actually give you my transparent moments. So, you know, you know, you you ain't going at it alone and you know what God says about you and you just able to get through it. So this week's topic is West Eden You and I can only speak for me. So for those of you that this hits home, I pray it helps. So we've all heard that saying what's eating you and it's short for what's annoying you or what's bothering you. That's why our context today comes from Isaiah 26 and 3, which says you will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. A lot of things plague our minds, causing us to stress and anxiety sets in and also anger because we haven't surrendered our thoughts to God about situations or if you like me, you go into a situation knowing you know better or you just keep repeating the same thoughts in your head about the past mistakes or experiences. So this week, I'm learning about the consequences of my thoughts and actions. I don't know about y'all, but y'all, I just be getting so fed up with myself because I know better. And sometimes I just be like, you know what, God? I knew better. I should have done better. I should have moved better. And again, I get fed up with myself sometimes until I just surrender, which that's how it should be. God to just look at you and he'll be like, all right, whenever you ready, I'm right here. Tag me in. And so sometimes it have to be like this. Sometimes you have to get so fed up with your own actions to you like, okay, good. I need you to take control because this is getting out of hand. I just have to go see sometimes. And I'd be like, you know what, God, even though I had to go see, I'm so glad that you're full of grace and mercy. And now I'm back. I'm ready to do it your way. And even in doing it his way, I still have thoughts about what I could have done differently or how I keep falling into the same situation. Because even when I go back, I get delivered. Sometimes I fall right back into the same traps. But God is God. But I have to coach myself because when you know better, you do better. And as a coach, you know, in coaching people, the same way I tell other people is the same way I talk to myself. That's why I can tell y'all and mean it. And not only do I have to coach myself, I have to pray and see what God says about these things to be able to get back on track. And in coaching myself, I always say faith without works is dead, which bring us to our questions. And the first question goes, is it out of my control? And if it is, that means it's a God problem. So let me expound a little bit. When I am in my thoughts or mental anxiety, depression sets in, it's like, okay, is this something that I can control myself or is this something above me? For example, if I don't have enough money to pay a certain bill, 
I know it's above me. If I know I've done all the things that I've needed to do when it comes to handling my finances and not being reckless with money and just, you know, spending what I don't have, it's above me. Because I know the Bible says I've never seen the righteous forsaken or his seed begging for bread. And because I've meditated on his precepts and concepts, I know that I don't have to worry because God will supply all my needs. Therefore, I need to give this thought to God and leave it with him. You know, even when I think about it, I have to remind myself, okay, it's not in your power to control. So give it back to God. And even if you have to keep saying the same thing to yourself, no matter what it is, even if it's family members that you can't get to God or they're doing certain things to you or even friends or relationships that are literally taking a toll on your mental. If you can can't control them in nine times out of 10. You cannot, you can't control someone else's actions. You have to give them to God because the Bible says, pray for those that spitefully misuse you. That's why it's important to focus on his precepts and concepts so you know how to deal with people, places, and things. And getting back to it, our second question is, can I change or control the circumstances or environments? And if I can, why haven't I? So for this, I'm going to do a transparent moment. And I think a good transparent moment for this will be a situation shift. And again, your situation might be different. But for me, in my singleness, I know this is a continuous work for me. Because although I get delivered, sometimes I go right back out of boredom. And God have to get me right back together. But it's like when you're in situation shifts, they ain't right. They broken. So you thinking, okay, it's something that I done. And the whole while God put you back together. And because of the rejection and the abandonment, because they're not whole they leave you feeling like it was something wrong with you and god be like what i literally put you back together and made you whole and you went back and because you went back and it was out of my will now you feel like you broke but again god is so gracious he'll help you and put you back together again but from me to y'all don't repeat the same cycles don't be like Aaron and go back into things that broke you I remember hearing the saying never go back to something that you had to pray your way out of if you can change it and you can control it and those are things that you can control like situationships friendships and different family and the relationship that you have with them you don't have to put up with these things you have to give these people to God and keep a clean heart and a clean mind with God and move forward sometimes okay so if it's in your control give these people things places to God and walk away with that being said, a lot of things bother me because I'm usually out of the will of God. Usually whatever I'm thinking, it doesn't align with God because again, those who keep their minds stayed on God, he'll keep them in perfect peace. That is a sign right there. If it's not giving me peace, I know it's not from God because God is not the author of confusion. That's why I say a lot of the things that I focus on are out of the will of God. So ask yourself, is the thing, people, places, ideals, concepts, is is it of God and is it God's will for your life? How do you know if it's bringing confusion? Number one indication that is not from God. So if I'm being honest, a lot of the things that are on my mind aren't God's will and things like relationships, finances in my future. 
all of these things I want to rush. So I put myself in situations and settle because I put God on a timeline and I wanted things to go my way. And if I'm being real, once again, I usually get distracted by the enemy when he sends distraction because my mind ain't stayed on God. And I know it's easier said than done. But to be honest, mental stress, anxiety and depression that comes from stepping out of God's will is way worse than the weight. OK, y'all don't be like here. And I said week to week, I'm transparent in my struggles. So, you know, y'all can do better. OK, so I want to tell y'all from now, on, choose the weight. And I want you to make a promise to yourself. Choose to wait on God. Choose to focus on the things of God. And I'm telling you these things because I know y'all ain't hard head like me. So choose God every single time because at the end of the day, it should be God first. Now, if this means that I need to get hurt in order to rewrite my life, then so be it insane for you. My prayer is that every time I get or you get mentally out of line with God, that the distractions disappoint you every single time so that you and I know that this isn't God's will for your life or my life. And so I don't get comfortable out of his will. And so that I appreciate his peace when it is present. And most of all, that you and I both recognize God's peace. We beg for peace and then when we get it, we get a little toxic like, nah, everything too calm. It's like we think that peace is almost deception. No, enjoy your season of peace. When you pray for it, don't take it for granted. Live in that because it'll come a time that the devil gonna try to come destroy your mental clarity. So don't self-sabotage and let the enemy get a foothold in your life because you helping him. Now, with all this in mind, I want to leave you with these solutions to get your focus back on track and to help you with mental stress and anxiety and depression. One, forgive yourself. For every mistake you made, God already factored in your mistakes. So focus on his love. Two, move forward on your mistakes and move past them, okay? And number three, ask for direction. God is there and he wants to be a part of every single area of your life, even down to the smallest things, okay? So don't get stuck in the same places or situation because you don't know how to mentally move forward or ask God where to go. Ask God where to go from your brokenness. Ask God how to move forward in healing. He knows exactly what you need mentally, spiritually, and physically to move for in purpose and on purpose in these areas and in every area of your life and know that all things that you went through that's past present and future work together for your good and I want to leave y'all with two more scriptures this week so that you're reminded to focus on God and not fall for distractions and the first one comes from Colossians 3 and 5 it says put to death therefore whatever belongs to your earthly nature sexual immorality impurity lust evil desires and greed which is idolatry and number two Philippians 4 and 8 finally brethren and sisters whatever is true Whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable. If anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. That should get you together mentally, spiritually, and physically and help the things that are in you, the things that irritate you. Again, we don't want to keep repeating the same cycles from week to week. Okay, let's not be like Aaron. All right, that's it for me. That's all God gave me until next week. I love you guys so much in God and I pray that help your mental. Mwah. Bye.
Thank you so much for listening. And don't forget to hit the follow button for the Confessions of a Practicing Christian podcast to get your weekly dose of godly counsel on all things success, life, and wellness. Also follow me on Instagram at C-O-A-P-C underscore pod and also on Facebook at Confessions of a Practicing Christian. Chime in and let me know your thoughts on this week's episode.